Hello there, hungry friends. I am so glad that you chose to join me on Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I am Risa Auger, your host of this here podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I really, truly hope that it helps you be inspired to make your meals, whichever one you're eating, just a little bit healthier to make you feel just a little bit happier in whatever you got going on in life. Because let's face it, no one has time for bad food. So, on to the show. With few exceptions, you guys, this podcast is generally done in one take. One. Just one. I know what I want to say. I say it. I tell you guys a story. And totally get off topic, but then I get back to the topic, and I wrap it up, and that is how I do my podcast, right? Pretty much on the fly, get to, I, I pick out the topic a couple days before sometimes, sometimes the day of, sometimes literally right before I record. Um, this is, I don't know, take six of this episode, episode 47. Um, there are a lot of stories there. One was too long. And one was completely distracted, and a couple of them got interrupted and in a weird place that I couldn't just pick up <laughs> where I was and, uh, like, record a second session. It would have just been weird, and I am not patient enough to piece pieces of recording together. Uh, that's why I record in all one session. Uh, and then the last one that I did, it just didn't feel super cohesive. It felt really forced. So... Uh, <laughs> apparently episode 47 is my, uh, I don't know, what is it, my huge mountain to climb, or I don't know, it is my rough spot, and I, I, I'm going to do better. So now that I've said this a few times, I've kind of had more time to think about it, especially since it's literally two days later than I normally record, and I am on my way to work instead of coming home from work, so... We're going to give this a try. I don't think it's going to become a normal thing to do this on the way to work, because I have not had coffee yet, you guys. Give me a little grace with this one. All right, so I have two things I want to talk about. One is, I made chickpea egg salad stuffed acorn squash this week, and it was amazing, and it just spurred so many ideas in my head about ways that you can make like a salad type filler and then put it in things that yes you can totally do sandwiches and you can mix mix up the bread and mix up not having bread and you can change that part of it all the time you can change any part of it all the time and it's still like that creamy goodness kind of feeling when you're eating it, you know that you are getting a good healthy fat, you know that you are getting some lean protein, and you know that you are seasoning to the best of your ability. I have a story about seasoning too. Okay, so I have three stories to tell you today. I lied. Okay. You think I'd know this since I recorded this six times. All right. Uh, so let's talk about ways that you can make the filling part of a salad type sandwich. And I'm just going to keep calling them salad type sandwiches. Um, I'm making up this term. I don't think that's an actual term. But anyway, I use chickpeas with a bunch of seasonings and yogurt 
and kale, and it was delicious, the freaking delicious. And it didn't have the super uber creamy as like the traditional mayo and mustard or mayo and vinegar, but I know that it was a lot cleaner. I know there was a hit of protein because I used the yogurt. I like extra protein because the chickpeas have a lot of protein. And um, I know that I buy really good mayo that doesn't have icky, questionable ingredients in it. But every once in a while, I just like to mix it up. I know, right? Surprising coming from me. And there's a very loud car next to me. I'm very sorry right now. Um, so I also wanted to give you some further ideas then to go beyond yogurt and to go beyond chickpeas. Um, some of them are very traditional. Like, I think you could start with your protein and then decide sort of the flavor profile that you want to go for to use that protein, keeping your delivery method. So if you're putting it in a sandwich or you're stuffing a squash or you're putting it on potato, um, if you're putting it all over some greens, think about your delivery method too. But let's start with your said like base, your base, right? So you can go traditional. You can go with chopped eggs. You can go with shredded chicken, shredded tuna. Uh, salmon comes in a can and is pre-shredded. That would be amazing. I haven't tried that yet. Um, lobster would be amazing, kind of like a lobster roll feel. Um, you can do uh, – I don't think you could – you could do shredded pork for sure. Um, I don't think you could do a shredded steak. I've never shredded straight steak by hand. But I bet if you got, like, carne asada and you cut it up really, really thin, that would work out pretty well there if you wanted to go that route. Um, I really like you, I really like using the chickpeas. You could also use a veggie like um, artichokes or mushrooms. Artichokes and mushrooms, actually, together would be really good. Um, and you could use hearts of palm. Hearts of palm when you slice them up, have a really nice mouthfeel that's pretty, it's somewhere in between an egg, like a boiled egg, and uh, like an artichoke. Interesting flavor. Um, there are some other veggies that you could totally shred or that come pre-shredded. I would maybe even try, go so far as trying um, like rice cauliflower might be good if you kind of steam it or saute it a little bit, get it soft on the inside, a little hard on the outside. Um, I'm not sure where that would go, but it's worth a try for sure. Um, it, that might be better for like a sloppy joe type feel instead of like a salad sandwich, salad filling, salad type sandwich kind of filling. Anyway, lots of different ideas for the bases, right? Then you get to what is going to make it creamy? What is going to give it, what is going to make it all like stick together? and um, give it that ooey-gooey flavor. So you can do a combination of things. I like to use hummus. I really like using avocado. I love using yogurt. Um, I even really like using mayo, and sometimes I totally do just the traditional mayo route. If you have something that you can pulverize, right, and make into a creamy texture, you can do that. Um, white beans work really well for that. If you put them in the food processor with a little bit of olive oil and let them go till they're smooth, that would be really good. Um, you can play with the portions on that and the ratios of your, your like, base to 
amount of squishiness. I'm going to call it squishiness. Doesn't that sound appetizing, right? Um, so that is something to think about. And then the next step would be, well, how do you want to flavor it? Because there's so many spices and so many herbs around that you can go in so many directions with this. And where I'm going with that is um, spices don't have to be expensive. You can go completely organic. It was blessed by a priest, blah, 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 and pay like $8 for a little jar. You can also go to Trader Joe's and get a really high-quality spice and pay $2 a jar. So it's up to you what you want to spend, where you want to get your spices. But, guys, there are, like, literally thousands of spices out there. So many spice blends and rubs. You just, like I said before, need to make sure that it doesn't have salt in it because you want to regulate the amount of salt yourself and not take it from somebody else. Um, at the same time, you can also add cheese. Like, if you're going to heat up your your filler, like if you're going to grill a sandwich or you're going to put something under the um, – like in the broiler to get crunchy on top, like if you filled something. Um, think about using a little bit of cheese and I'll add an extra bit of creaminess. That's just a side note. Okay, so I'm listening to the uh, Trader Joe's podcast. Shocking, shocking that I follow their podcast, right? Um, shocking that I'm listening to other podcasts and also shocking that it's Trader Joe's. You guys, you've got to know this about me. And if you're not listening to it, totally go listen to it. Shameless plug for them. So this last episode was about their spices, and they talked about the history of it, and then there's some new ones coming out that I'm very, very excited about. And so it just got me thinking, again, about how, like, I get stuck in spice ruts, where, like, I'll use the same ones to create the same flavors all the time. But you really, we want to, like, mix it up, because different spices provide different things for our bodies. They're very healing. Plus, they keep your meal interesting. Who wants to salt and pepper? I mean, salt and pepper are needed because that's, like, the basic, right? But get something else in there that is going to be amazing. So shred some kale and throw it in there, and then shred some cilantro or some other herb and throw it in there just a little bit to give it a little bit of flavor, but then add something that you is unexpected just from the spice aisle, right? So let's say you're going totally traditional. You are going to do tuna salad sandwich, and you're going to do dill and paprika and a little salt and a little pepper, right? What if that paprika was smoked paprika? What if that was the only change you made? What if that was the only thing, and then it warms up that sandwich or that squash that you're filling with the tuna or the, you know, it, the salad that you're throwing on top, whatever you're doing, however you're serving it. Heck, you can do it as a dip and just get your favorite chips and go to town. I did that this weekend. I made an egg salad uh, dip and I used some chips and some carrot sticks and that was my lunch and it was delicious and it was light um, and I didn't feel like overly stuffed because it was a weird time. Anyway, that's digressing. So, I I really just think that doing these small tweaks are, are totally awesome. So, um, let's say you want to do like a chicken filled um, bell pepper, and that's dinner tonight, right? So you get your shredded chicken. You could use some smashed avocado as your base. Then you could add in some cumin, some oregano, a little bit of garlic, and maybe a dash of cayenne pepper. And if you don't use cayenne pepper, try it. It just adds a tiny bit of heat that, like, go and a little bit goes a long way, you guys. A little bit goes a long way. 
The other thing that you can try um, with this type of mixture is a little bit of, like, green chili powder or ancho chili powder. There's so many different chili powders out there that that might be something that you could totally change up. And then maybe even put in some green chilies in there, like in from the can, you know, and that would make the, the mixture even better. So you can try all those. So then you would um, cut open and clean out your bell pepper, and you'd put that in the oven for a little bit, and then you would put your mixture inside of it, and then you can bake it for a while so it all kind of comes together. And then you turn your oven on to broil, let that come to temperature, put a little bit of cheese on top, and let the cheese on top melt into your mixture and get a little bit browned on top. And it, it just looks pretty, it tastes nice. So there's all these steps, right? It doesn't have to be that complicated. You could have that, I, you know, that could be, holy heck, it could be a quesadilla filling at that point. But the point is that you are getting creaminess from a different uh, different source, so it offers different vitamins, different flavor profile, and you can make it whatever you want. Um, it could go in a Greek way. You could throw some feta on there. You could use hummus. Um, you could put some pepperoncinis in there. Um, if you wanted to maybe go in the Asian direction, you could totally do some shredded chicken with some Chinese five spice and then throw that in whatever you want. You could put it over some rice. You could um, put it over some squash. I love using kombucha squash with Asian flavors. It just really melts to it. You could use a peanut sauce. So um, one of the other things that you can use is a clean salad dressing. And that sounds weird, but there are so many dressings that are really, really thick. Um, that will lend itself, and then again, you just need to play with your your base to um, mush, <laughs> mush. I don't know what to call it. I'm gonna have to make up an actual term for this um, mixture to get the right texture that you're looking for. So that is story one and two, and I'm pulling up to my office. So we're gonna take a quick ad break, and I never do this, but I'm going to learn from my mistakes of the week and. I'm going to say we're going to take a quick ad break so you can learn about making your own podcast and then I will tell you my second story all about how my tacos went from being pork to tuna in a matter of a couple days and a couple thoughts and a couple phone calls anyway that story to follow thank you for listening and I hope that you stay on to listen to my taco story All right, and I am back. Okay, so the second story that I wanted to tell you is a story about tacos. Taco Tuesday was sort of, um, I don't know. It kind of took a weird journey, and it did not turn out how I thought it was going to turn out. But that's okay. And um, my meal plan is a little messed up, but that's okay, too. And I will figure it out. And you know what? It is part of the beauty of having a plan and being prepared because then you are okay when life throws you some craziness, right? And by craziness, I just mean last-minute changes. So originally, I had put on my meal plan I wanted to do some pork tacos, and I was going to do them in the crock pot with some green salsa and some extra green chilies um, and go a slightly sweet direction with that. So... um, I had just gotten my delivery from ButcherBox, and it was awesome, and it was all going to work out, whatever. 
I had on my list of things to get uh, ground turkey for later in the week. Well, then I realized after thinking about everything a little bit more that um, I was only going to use like half of the ground turkey in that meal and that it probably won't last until next week. So I was like, crud, need to use the ground turkey in two meals this week. Otherwise, I think I'm going to need to freeze it. So, or I'll figure out how else to use it. I don't know. But that's a point. I'm going to end up freezing it later because I'm on my way home from work yesterday in my head going over, like, how to make these tacos. And uh, I get a phone call from my husband. Hey, we're going to go to the Kings game. So my husband and my daughter end up going to the Kings game. So then I was like, I'm not going to make turkey tacos just for myself. That's a lot of taco meat. And I guess he could use it in his lunches, but I really don't feel like doing the whole thing just for just for me. Um, so, pork tacos turned into turkey tacos, which then turned into tuna tacos because, let's face it, opening a can of tuna and throwing it on a skillet is so much faster than browning your turkey and doing everything like that. So, last night, my tacos ended up being some mango cabbage and uh, I did, sorry, I grilled my onions. I sliced them up kind of small and I grilled them in the pan, or I guess you could call it sweating them, getting them a nice soft aroma out of them, right, with a little bit of oil. Um, I threw my tuna in and I threw a handful of cabbage in and then um, used a mango sauce from Trader Joe's, of course, that is a little on the spicy side and a little on the sweet side. Oh my gosh, you guys, I know I've talked about this before, but one of my favorite combinations is spicy sweet or sweet spicy, however you want to say it. Um, so that was just like totally hit the spot. It was awesome. I mean, the turkey tacos would have been awesome too. A tacos, let's just say that I love tacos and I love all kinds of tacos. Basically, you know, I'm 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 like a dragon that way. Have you guys read Dragons Love Tacos? There's this book, this kids book. It's called Dragons Love Tacos. It's all about how much how much dragons love tacos and it's amazing except that they don't like little green flakes little green chilies and I love green chilies on my tacos so anyway um I I just love tacos so they came out really good and then I just uh put some zucchini and bell peppers chopped them up and put them in the grill pan with a little bit of olive oil and a squeeze of lime and then I kind of mixed it up a little bit with my seasonings and I used garlic, oregano, and cumin, but instead of the cumin powder, I used the cumin seeds, which gives it a little bit of a different taste. Um, you can even take the cumin seeds, put them in a dry pan, and warm them up, and that gives it like a whole totally like slightly nutty flavor to them. And then you put them in your dish or whatever, or you top your salad, or you top your bread, or whatever you're going to do with it. But anyway, I just sprinkled the seeds right on this time, tossed it around, um, really let them get a slightly slight, slightly charred. I'm going to use the right adjectives and the right verbs together here. Um, I really let them get a little bit charred on the edges so they're nice and crispy, um, and they made a really great size to those taco, uh, tuna tacos. I also used um, coconut tortillas last night that I get at Whole Foods. You can get them online. You can get them at Sprouts. You can get them anyway, like lots of different places. So uh, those are really good, and I just warmed them up on the flame of the stove real quick. Um, those you have to be really careful with because if they 
get too hot and then they cool, they like crack, and then I end up having coconut chips with a taco salad instead of an actual taco, which is totally fine, but um, I hate to throw them away because they are a little pricier than your regular corn tortillas. So that is the story of my tacos last night, how they took a slight journey and a couple of turns that I was not expecting. And now I still have to figure out what to do with the rest of my chili, uh, with my turkey that I'm not going to put in the chili. But maybe I'll just make the whole pound of turkey, and then I will use it for lunches because as long as it's cooked, it'll last for longer um, in the fridge, which maybe actually now that I say that out loud, that sounds like a good idea. So I'll probably just do that. So that's Thursday. Um, In between there, you guys, you know, I like to give you all my ideas of what I'm making Tonight I am doing some quick grilled chicken, which is marinating right now. Um, I just threw the frozen chicken in a Ziploc bag with some Alfredo sauce. It's like a it's a pesto Alfredo. I got it. Did I get it at Ralph's? No, I got it at Whole Foods or Ralph's. I don't remember where I picked it up. It probably was Whole Foods. So, because uh, I couldn't decide between pesto and Alfredo one night, and then there was a jar of Alfredo pesto, and it was just like amazing. So. Um, I have it with that and a little bit of uh, veggie broth just to soften it and give it a little bit more flavor and also to stretch the Alfredo sauce out a bit. So once I get that, when I think at home and um, it's all thawed and ready to go, it will be all flavored. And so I just got to spray the grill pan, throw them in there. I usually do five to six minutes on each side depending on how thick the chicken is. If it's really thick, you can pound it out to make it a little bit thinner or just leave those pieces on for longer. It's not a big deal. I usually pull Holly's off first because there's, I usually give her whatever the smallest piece is, and I cut hers up, and then the larger pieces can finish while I'm doing that. Um, and then we're having ravioli because she loves it. She just, like, loves it, and I love that there's kale and chard and mushrooms in there, and she has no idea that she's eating veggies. I mean, she does because she pops them open, and she knows that that's not just cheese, but uh, it is a way to get in some little bit of veggies in there. And then um, there's actually not that many veggies in there, and I want to fill up on things that are not pasta so much. I, I'm probably going to roast a little bit of um, these rainbow carrots that I have, um, you know, the mini rainbow carrots, not the baby carrots, but like, I don't even know what they're called. They're like a different size of carrot. Anyway, they come in this pretty little pack from Trader Joe's. So I was going to roast some of those off partly for dinner and partly for my lunch tomorrow um, because pre-cooking at night all at the same time and then throwing a couple on my plate and a couple on the hubby's plate and a couple on Holly's plate and then a couple in a Tupperware. Just It makes it faster to, cook, to pack lunches and then I know I'm getting something good because I made it for lunch. So those are some of my tips. Um... I, we had concert tickets on Friday, and then our concert got canceled. This week has been really interesting. Uh, so I'm not sure what we are doing for dinner on Friday night. I'm sure I will pull out something uh, from the freezer. Since we did just get our butcher box, we have lots of choices there. And then I'm sure that I have some veggies that I can make at some point. And uh, we will see what I come up with, and you will see it on my social media, I am sure. And... Hopefully that inspires you to be able to just kind of have a small stockpile of things that are healthy on hand for those just-in-case moments or, you know, for the, oh, crap, there's more people coming over to dinner moments or whatever it is. Sometimes it's nice to just have options. Um, Or it's like, 
I've had nights where I have something planned and I have all the things and I'm like, I really don't want that tonight. That does not sound appetizing whatsoever. So it helps you be able to go with the flow a little bit more and I just I like to have those options there. Plus, butcher box meat is like amazing. It's totally worth the little bit extra that you pay for the all organic, all everything. You know that it's been humanely raised and you know that um, they're being well treated until, um, you know, they're not being well treated. And then uh, it, it just, when what you eat eats well, you are better off for it, put, um, making it part of your meal. So that's it. That's what's going on in, in my kitchen this week. And it's been going on in my head this week. So I hope that it inspires you and that your meals are a little happier, a little healthier, and that you get something delicious on your plate this week. Check out my social media to see pictures of what, how I actually plate things. Um, make sure to check your email to get recipes. I will be sending out the recipe for what I did for my uh, chickpea salad stuffed acorn squash uh, with directions on how to put those together. And then um, maybe a couple other things in there. So if you are not on my email list, please send me your email so that you can be on there and get all the extra goodness um, beyond the show notes. And above all else, have a great day, you guys. for spending time with me and learning a little bit about making your meals just a little healthier so that you can be just a little bit happier in that amazing body of yours. I so appreciate some feedback, whether it's a five-star review on your favorite listening app or even an email or a note on my website, um, a comment in this uh, on the show notes, anything. I would just love to hear from you know what you're thinking, know what you need, to answer any questions you may have, I am totally here for you, for you, <laughs> from you. Um, my website, where you can find all of my social handles, is risaauger.com, that's R-I-S-A-A-U-G-E-R.com. You can also shoot me an email at risaauger at ymail.com, and yes, that is ymail, not gmail, I promise you, it's ymail.com, risaauger at ymail.com. I... So, so, so look forward to hearing from you and helping you make your meal just a little healthier so you can be a little happier every day.